Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. My favorite this morning. This new $500, I don't know, tax. Um, on Yankees, this Yankee tax. Yeah, this is, you know, it's funny. We reported this week, a week or so ago when this first came out, and I was kind of surprised at the amount of attention it's got in the national media now. Yeah, it really caught on. Um, the New York Post did it, so of that course. probably, yeah. um, you know, got them to to pay attention to it. Um, but, I, I mean, I think this is a fabulous idea. Um, and I don't usually like taxes, but... You know, if if you're moving here mm-hmm. and and you came from a place where you let your state get so out of control that you had to move, then you ought to pay for the damage. In addition to the moving fees, you, you ought to have some kind of punishment for that, I think. Whether you are a liberal who thought these were all great ideas until you couldn't afford to live in your state anymore and it's so overrun by crime— um, that you're, you know, it, it's a disaster, or you are one of us, and you just weren't really involved and not paying attention. Um, and now things are such a mess, you have to pack up the moving van and move. Um, so that's just kind of a little wake-up call, a little reminder uh, when you check in here, oh, hey, maybe we shouldn't let it get so bad here as the place that you are fleeing. Did you see this? I mean, just just one example. There's so many every weekend. Um, the Austin Police Department, uh, the police union there is warning that Austin Police Department uh, could soon be on the verge of collapse uh, because of the woke policies there, the attacks on the police, the defunding of the police. Um, response times, a city council member called 911 and had to wait 28 minutes. That's how bad it is in Austin. And uh, now because they hate police, the Austin City Council is uh, attacking them, trying basically trying to put through a new package uh, that would harm police financially. They can't even keep up uh, with, with all the people who are resigning and retiring. Uh, to the point where they're saying, I mean, even the police chief's like, you know, I can barely keep a minimum le- functional level of staffing mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. Right? So you sat around Austin and you let that happen, and now you want to come here? Because... You know, you're tired of your home being broken into for the fifth time and nobody answers when you call 911. Well, how'd you vote when you lived in Austin? Make any connection between there and, you know, how you voted and the outcome? Because if you didn't, you need a wake-up call before you come here because we don't, we don't want that here. We're quite happy here. I mean, we just, you know, Greenville PD, um, and they should be taking a victory lap, Greenville Police Department. We don't have... Uh, anywhere near as much of that woke stuff here. Uh, and, and you know, we just proved, hey, this is not an era of rising crime, as the mainstream media lies and tells us, uh, gaslights us. Oh, that came from COVID. Well, clearly it didn't because we had COVID here too. Um, but 
crime went down, not up. So, it, you know, it's all a mentality. It's all in the way you vote. You put blue people in. You, I mean, you are going to have absolute mass chaos. Well, a couple of caveats on this. This is still ha- is not law. It oh, is sure. Still going for. I, I think it's, it's a great idea. Oh yeah, but and and what this is is actually a, fi- a one-time five hundred dollar fee for a new driver's license yes. for folks that move into to the state. Um, and exactly where that money would go, one would hope it would go to, you know, roads and bridges infrastructure. But <laughs> right. Oh no, no, they'll put it in a piggy yeah, bank somewhere and and do what they want with it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he's got a good point there, too, because let me tell you what, before people were moving in here, moving out of here, pretty, you know, pretty, pretty normal. It's just a little higher because this is a nice place mm-hmm. than other places. Um, but that has changed in the last like three to five years where you're literally for the first time seeing the population center of this country has never been in the South ever. Mm-hmm. Um, not since the founding and the massive influx into these southern states fleeing these blue states has literally changed where the population um you know center is it used to be northeast it's not anymore we've never seen that before and south carolina is number 4 this is what blows my mind uh, the number 4th most chosen destination after you know in this order florida texas and north carolina we got 96,000 people last year so we are seeing something historic that we haven't seen before. I mean, if somebody was to say to these legislators, hey, why do you want to do this now? Well, we've never seen a population shift like this in this country um, until really COVID um, and just people are struggling to survive financially uh, and they're fleeing. They're fleeing to the South in hopes of protection from these blue wokes. So, I mean, you know, we, when, when, you're, when you're watching literally the population center of this country shift in a way it never has in the entire time this country's been around, yeah, we, we ought to, we, we, you know, now we are going to have to, with that level of people moving in, uh, we're going to have to pay for a lot more stuff. It's going to be a lot more wear and tear on the existing infrastructure, which he's right. They weren't around for when we, you know, the, the legislator who sponsored this. Yeah. Um, we They weren't around for when that got paid for. So, Republican Representative Stephen Goldfinch is the uh, yeah sponsor, the sponsor of the uh, author of the proposal, so. So um, I think it's hilarious, but yeah. um, I don't know. I just I just think it's funny the attention that it's getting. Oh yeah, no, but I don't think. I mean, I I, I don't know. I don't think it's a bad idea. Is there some other yeah. way we can tax them too when they move here? <laughs> we just haven't thought of it yet. Yeah, I'm sure. Somebody and I think you know something. what? Just keep going. Go on down to Florida. Go wherever you go. Just <laughs> just don't stop here. Just, just just keep the moving truck rolling. Yeah, it says the transplant, right? Yeah. Well, I've been here for eight years. I'm like an old timer. <laughs> yeah. You've done your time. Actually, nine. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm an old timer practically. I'm almost in double digits. So, yeah. No, I fled the People's Republic of Charlotte. I'm a lifer, and then so. Yeah, you are a lifer. Um, boy, uh, I was coming back from Atlanta. Um, uh, one of my kids had a sports tournament there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys, you got some good gas prices there in Anderson. Holy cow, I had to pull, I had to pull over. It was uh, two seventy six. Yeah, there, it's it varies. There's a few, because what's weird is right around Anderson, um, the city of Anderson, gas is pretty low, and you get in the outlying areas like where I live, and it goes back up. Um, even though we are literally out where I live, miles from the Belton Terminal, where almost all the gas that you buy around here comes from. That's weird. Um, but, you know. That's where the Colonial Pipeline comes through. Yeah. So uh, I had to stop and get that $2.76 oh, gas yeah, last absolutely. night. Uh, so filled the tank up. My daughter's like, do we have to stop now? I'm like, oh, yeah, we do. I got to get every last penny worth. This is, this is a Biden inflation era. Speaking of which, um, I, I have been telling you folks, 
November, December, as Joe Biden and the mainstream media did a victory lap, but inflation was was coming down. The rate of inflation was coming down. It was all coming down. It was all going to be better. I said, no, we're going to have a temporary lull and it's going back up. Mm-hmm. Well, you just watched it go back up. Yep. It's and, not going And once anywhere. again, I will remind everybody, the only thing that has come down is the rate of increase. Inflation has not stopped. No, it's still. It is only yeah. the rate of increase that has fallen because inflation is still present in the economy. Only the rate of increase has slowed or decreased. Right. And it looks like even that is going to be wrong yeah. um, with what we saw in one month. Uh, in January, all of a sudden, uh, it, it does a U-turn and goes skyrocketing back up. And of course, right on cue, the uh, the the uh, what was it the um, the the growth in the economy from last quarter has now been downsized. Oh, that was a lie. Yeah, yeah that was. Like, we're yeah. still in a recession. Yeah. Um, I don't care what they said. I mean, all of a sudden, uh, what we third quarter last year, it's time for the midterms. Oh, look, we've just discovered massive growth. Mm. Where'd that come from? Same place those 1.1 million jobs came from. Then after the election, the Philadelphia Federal Reserve quietly tells us, actually, we didn't create 1.1 million jobs. There's more like 10,000, you know, over six months. That's a jobs apocalypse. Uh, Now the number's up to 21,000. So if you want to know the actual job numbers, not the ones the Democrats are lying about, you have to check back with the Philadelphia Fed. Sometimes the St. Louis Fed reports it. Oh, no, the government got it wrong. Um, We're not creating jobs. We're creating some service jobs. Um, and they're not the high-paying ones. We're creating some part-time jobs, and they're not the high-paying ones. Um, but we're, we're, we're bleeding jobs. We're hemorrhaging jobs. It's one of the biggest lies in the country right now. So you just got to wait every quarter for the Philadelphia Reserve or the St. Louis, uh, you know, the Philadelphia Fed or the St. Louis Fed to admit whatever the actual jobs reality is. And then you just go there and find out what's actually going on in the country. So, no, um, I have no doubt we're not, this country, the, the, the economy's not growing. What people are spending on baseline goods, the stuff you got to buy, that is growing because of inflation, but not the other stuff. Um, And I haven't even gotten to the Wuhan lab yet. Oh, yeah. 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 People who get their news primarily from this station or this show were like, "Uh, duh, of course it came from the Wuhan lab. That's old news. But then you weren't allowed to hear that for about a year and a half. No, and one of my strikes came from from saying that on Facebook. It was one of the most serious ones because I was in Facebook jail for over a month for that one. Turns out I got that right, too. You know, I've never been put in Facebook jail for saying something untrue. That's the funniest part. You just say the wrong truth, and you you get put there. It's just weird times we live in. We'll dive into all of it coming up. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time, baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world, screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.
dozens of incidents of bias against Chinese Americans in this country. Your own aide, Secretary Azar, says he does not use this term. He says ethnicity does not cause the virus. Why do you keep using this? Because it comes from China. It's not racist at all. No, not at all. It comes from China. That's why. Comes from China. I want to be accurate. Yeah, please, John. I have the great, I have great love for all of the people from our country. But as you know, China tried to say at one point, maybe they stopped now, that it was caused by American soldiers. That can't happen. It's not going to happen. Not as long as I'm president. Okay. Well, it was caused by the Pentagon. The Pentagon funded it. And we're going, I'm just laughing this weekend. You probably are too. You listen to this show, you're bored with this. Um, the idea that our, go- well, our government has finally admitted, oh, hey, it came out of the Wuhan lab. Well, yeah. Our government funded it. I mean, just the level of pretend in this country is hilarious. I, I mean, it's, it's some days I just, I shake my head. So we finally have the Department of Energy of all places. They have classified intel in the Department of Energy on the Wuhan lab? What's the Department of Energy weaponized to against the American people? I don't know. But for whatever reason, they were chosen to be the bearer of bad news. Oh, that Wuhan lab. Yeah, you know. Oh, okay. Yes, that that Wuhan lab. Yeah, the one regularly identified by the media as a Chinese military bioweapons lab before COVID. And then you couldn't say that anymore. But for years before, when referring to it, uh, in coverage, uh, the international media would call it what it was, a Chinese military bioweapons lab. That lab, the one that the Pentagon sent $39 million to for research, that lab. Folks, that was broken by Vanity Fair over two years ago. Echo Health Alliance running money through there. It was Fauci's money. The Pentagon funded it. And today we got to do the great pretend. We got to pretend to be discovering this for the first time. There is so much pretending going on in this country. It's a sickness. We also have to pretend, pretending this morning, that Simon & Schuster hasn't already published a book. It came out the first week of December from Dr. Huff, the number two in charge at Echo Health Alliance. He was in charge of setting up Uh, the COVID experiments there, the weaponization of COVID. He published a whole book, Simon & Schuster. Liberal mainstream publisher. Liberal as it gets, mainstream as it gets, Simon & Schuster. Hey, yeah, I was a guy who uh, did the experiments at the Wuhan lab with the American money. Yeah, for the government. Yeah, we uh, we made COVID, and I'm sorry to say it got out. What, you mean talking about COVID-19? Yeah, that one. Oh, by the way, we made some other viruses there, too, that have a 50-plus lethality rate. Yeah, like more than half of people who get that would die. But, um, yeah, that's in the lab, too. Buy my book. You can get it on Amazon. But we're doing the great pretend this morning. We're going to pretend that Dr. Scott Huff didn't write any of that. We're going to pretend that he didn't turn whistleblower. We're going to pretend everything in this country. So much pretend. I can't believe we're covering this admission from the Biden administration now without mentioning, oh, hey, uh, by the way, the guy who did the experiments at Wuhan lab on behalf of the U.S. government moved the money for the Pentagon. Yeah, he wrote a tell-all book. You know, he also sent 
signed, sworn statements to every member of Congress. Hi, I'm Dr. Huff. Yeah, I confessed to creating uh, COVID-19 in the Wuhan lab for the American government. With the help of the Chinese. Oh, we gave them the technology to do that so they could do that. Now they go weaponize whatever virus they want. Sorry about that. It got out. Bummer. Gosh, maybe we shouldn't do that again. That came out in December. In January, the Pentagon gave Echo Health Alliance another three million bucks. What's they going to do with that? I don't know. Now they're in the Philippines studying bat viruses. And when the Pentagon or Echo Health Alliance studies bat viruses, they get weaponized. So they weren't harmful before, but now they are. And millions of people die. Millions of people die. Have you noticed everything around COVID was a lie? Just a lie. Not they were trying to get it right. We've never seen this before. But a lie. And they censored. And this is the first time they've censored. And Alam Bakari, one of my favorite writers at Breitbart, great investigative reporter, wrote this. What about all the people who were censored? Because remember, Fauci had a partnership with Facebook to censor people like me. And I did. I did a turn multiple weeks in Facebook jail. That directly impacts my bottom line, my ability to pay my mortgage, my ability to promote what I do. And for the crime of being right early, I was in Facebook jail. My account was locked down. Thank God I didn't lose it. 30,000 followers. What about all the people who were censored? Alum Bakari writes in Breitbart. What about all the people who were banned? Is Facebook going to apologize to them? Is it going to reinstate the banned accounts? Probably not, he writes, because one of the new rules, this is what's going on. One of the new rules of Silicon Valley appears to be you aren't allowed to be right before the media and Democrats are. You have to wait for them to catch up months, sometimes years, and only then can you discuss the likely truth without risk of censorship. I got to tell you what, Joe Concha absolutely nailed this. He said they, they, this is on Fox News. He's their, their media critic, among other things. And he said, look, this, what is different between this and how they operate in North Korea. And, and for the life of me, I can't, I can't tell you. I don't know. And you look back on all the coverage. There wasn't a hint of curiosity, Ashley, uh, about the Lad League theory when it was first presented by Senator Tom Cotton. It was immediately dismissed as a crazy conspiracy theory. And any talk of even entertaining this idea had to be shut down, right? We had to believe the Chinese communist government instead, because they're always on the up and up. Uh, it, it, this is what they do in North Korea. That's exactly what they do in North Korea. Except after you do it, then you disappear. I guess that'll come next. Folks, I mean, I'm just having so much fun with these headlines. This is a New York Post. You still read New York Post? You one of my trolls? Why? Why? They get literally everything wrong. Headline, New York Post, 2020. Senator Tom Cotton repeats fringe theory about coronavirus origins. So you know what you don't know? Let me just tell you. If they say it's a conspiracy theory, assume it's true and that they're lying. That's always the tell.
Told you. Now, what I say? What have I been telling you guys since November is the victory lap over inflation occurred? I said it's going to dip. It'll come back up. How do I know that? I'm stuck. No. I know that because there's only one thing that causes inflation. Actually, there's two now. Joe Biden has invented a new cause. Number one is the printing of money. If you have, you know, $100 and that's all there is in the economy. And then you're like, well, you know what? I'm going to print $100 more. Okay, well, what's the dollar you had worth then? Eh, 50% of what it used to be. It's very simple math. It doesn't change. And there's this thing called modern monetary theory up on the hill. It's very popular with the left. And it says, well, if you, if you print cash money, like actual money you can hold in your hand, well, then you'll get inflation like Venezuela and Zimbabwe. But if it's digital and you can't hold it in your hand, it's not really real. You won't get inflation. But wouldn't the math work the same? Yeah, it does. It does work the same. But they're pretending not to know that it does. And whole books have been written on this modern monetary theory. It says you can, you, know, you can print as much as you want. And, you know, uh, food prices aren't going to go up like 12% in a year. Except they did. So that's where we are right now. The other reason we have inflation now um, is because Joe Biden is artificially putting off limits our energy supply and adding taxes to it. So everything you make and everything you move, um, because that energy price has been artificially lifted, it has inflation as well. So both those things, we can make inflation go away very quickly if Joe Biden would just go away. The Democrats would go away, but they're determined to find out how this monetary theory ends. Over the weekend, E.J. Antonis with uh, Heritage Foundation dropped this bomb. Shock ensued. Uh, January inflation numbers come out. Big increase in the month to month. Out of nowhere. So fake shock face is all over the place. As everyone pretends, so there's two things you got to pretend. If you're in the mainstream media, you got to pretend that you don't know where inflation came from. It just, out of the clear blue, we're just walking around the corner, walking down the street, bam, we got hit by inflation. Out of nowhere. First, it was Putin's fault. They're, not, they're, 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 they're really not telling that lie anymore. Now, it's just, it's all very confusing. It's, it's like seeing a UFO. We don't know where it came from. We don't know where it might be going. Uh, we don't know what caused it. We don't know what pilots it or drives it. It's just, it's just a big mystery, which is how you know Washington and Joe Biden did it. Here's E.J. Antoni with the Heritage Foundation uh, dropping a truth bomb. This inflation is not going anywhere. And you know how you know this, especially for food? U.S. Biden's own USDA. We had the figures of, wait, three weeks ago now? Oh, yeah, food inflation. It's, it's going up the same this year as last year. Maybe a little more for really critical stuff like sugar, fats, slash oils, eggs, proteins, you know, all the stuff you eat, basically, all the stuff that's in the stuff that you eat. Here's EJ Antoni with the truth. For the longest time, we were told, oh, this month's inflation number was because of supply chain issues, or this month's inflation number was because of a spike in gasoline, or this or that or the other. But what we're what we're seeing is just increases across the board. We are seeing, uh, even if you take out the outliers of the, the prices that rose the fastest, 
and the prices that rose the least or perhaps even went down, you strip out those outliers, what you're left with is still very fast price increases. So again, inflation, I can't emphasize enough, inflation is not dead yet. What's the impact on the American people here? It is a transfer of wealth from the American people to the government. That's what inflation is. If you want to name that in a single word, we call that a tax. Okay, so, and this is the thing I'm trying to get people to understand. And I'm very frustrated that I seem to be the only one saying I'm waiting for somebody to say it so I can play it for you. Here's the problem. Back in the 1970s, everybody talks about Volcker and the Federal Reserve is going to get the inflation under control. Man, they just can hike some rates and, and man, it'll come down just like Volcker in the 1970s. It'd be painful for a few months, but then, you know, it'll come down and it'll be great. So we're doing that. We're raising interest rates. It's hurting people badly. It has all but decimated the real estate market. It's causing people a lot of pain and personal loss financially. And we're pretending we'll just raise interest rates. And this is the new big pretend. And inflation will come down. Well, in the 70s, when we raised interest rates, inflation did come down. But we did one other thing. We stopped printing money. We're not stopping. We're not stopping. We, there was a bit of a lull for a while, but now we're back at it. We're going to print more. We got to print Lindsey Graham's in, you know, uh, infrastructure bill. We got to print the omnibus. Got to print the $300 billion to pay the interest on the debt. So we got to print. I mean, it's just no other way around it. We got to print. And we're pretending that we can use uh, interest rate hikes to bring it down while still printing, and we can't. So what we are doing right now, is that Congress is is allowing the Fed to jack the interest rates through the roof so it can print. In other words, they're shaking the people down. They're hurting them badly. And we're all pretending that this isn't happening. But it is. Well, the number one thing is stop the spending because as the Federal Reserve uh, needs to print money to cover those deficits in order to prevent those Treasury rates from getting too high, that's what gives us inflation. You were just mentioning earlier about the 10-year Treasury. Uh, that rate is ticking up as investors see inflation running hotter and hotter. And so if Congress actually cuts the spending, they will stop working at cross-purposes to the Fed. And that, frankly, is the only way we can even hope to achieve a soft landing here. Outside of that happening, there is no way to make that uh, soft landing possible. And because Congress and the Fed are working at cross purposes and the more they spend, the more they borrow, the more the Fed has to print and the higher rates have to go to try to rein in this monster that frankly, they let loose in the first place. Hmm. So what are we doing? Uh Trump financial advisor Steve Cortez explains it perfectly. We are borrowing money, okay? We don't have this money. We are borrowing money at increasingly high interest rates to pay pensions in Ukraine. I mean, think about just that fact alone. It's appalling, particularly at a time like this, of tremendous economic anxiety. Yeah, that's exactly what we're doing. And we're hurting people badly. Steve Bannon on Battleground. Explain this a different way. It's like they don't care. They're not, right. they're not really interested. The inflation thing's only because the wealthy don't pay. The inflation doesn't mean anything to the wealthy. In fact, some of the assets classes they have increase. They're not going to stop the spending. They're not going to come close to stopping the spending. But all that's just transferred to, to the little guy. Understand this, baby. 
it's going to get so much worse. Yeah. It's going to get so much worse. The the bond market is is throwing up on the business model of the United States of America. And you right. have these clowns up here, Janet Yellen coming up to in your face with 10 billion dollars more to the Ukraine to pay for to pay for things that your local community can't pay for, that are starved right. for. Right? That that's right. what they're paying for and another 2 billion in arms. Yeah. And it's leading to things we've never seen before. Not even during the 70s. Not, not in America. I'll tell you what those are next hour. There's some really shocking financial stuff out there. It's part of why I think they want you to talk about the Wuhan lab. That and this whole Ohio thing is hurting Joe Biden badly. So now they want you to talk about the Wuhan lab. And they want to put the Wuhan lab thing out there first before the Republicans discover it and rat them out. So this was a great opportunity to do that and change the subject um, from the Ohio train derailment uh, that the Democrats absolutely don't give a rip about. The list of stuff you're not allowed to say in this country. So long you can barely keep track of it some days. And Alon Bakari nails it this morning about the censorship around the Wuhan lab where, yeah, COVID came from. Federal government begins the walk back on this yesterday, day before. Oh, that Wuhan lab. Oh, Alon Bakari nails this. Where are the people who lost their accounts, their social media accounts going to go to get them back? Because when it turns out they took your account or they censored you or they algorithmed you, um, they, they don't generally give it back. And that's because the punishment is actually for speaking the truth before it is allowed, before it is pronounced by the Democrats in the mainstream media that it is now time to allow the truth. So you still get punished. You, don't, you, you can't go get your account back. It's still permanently taken. They don't reverse it, except at Twitter with Elon Musk. Folks, this is how bad this is, okay? So we now have the Department of Energy declassifying this stuff, right? Which means they knew. Whole government knows. They knew COVID was made in the Wuhan lab. As recently as the 27th of November of 2022, so just a few months ago, the White House sent COVID response coordinator Ashish Jha to blame social media users for spreading so-called misinformation related to the origins of the Wuhan virus. He warned America's, Americans not to trust other social media users that challenge the government's narrative about COVID-19, where it came from. You can decide to trust Americans' physicians or you can trust some random dude on Twitter. That's your choice. Turns out random dude on Twitter is probably a better bet. I mean, at this point, folks, is I, I'm thinking fact-checking is pretty much dead. I mean, literally, I, I'll go to PolitiFact to see what they're saying is a conspiracy theory so I know it's, what's true. Or what will be admitted to be true six months, nine months, two years from now. 
So this is the Biden administration. Oh, we just discovered. What we just, we just, we were digging through the drawer and we found that classified data there. Look at that right there. Okay, but you still had that classified data. It just wasn't unclassified back in November when you guys were doing a lap to tell everybody um, to ignore anyone who questioned the origin of COVID and to censor anybody. Folks, let's ask ourselves a question here, okay? We know the FBI is the chief censor. We know that from the Twitter files. We know that the FBI is the belly button, the gatekeeper. Because so many federal agencies were censoring you that Twitter, and I assume it's this way at Facebook and everywhere else, couldn't keep track, right? Remember this? So they started, well, we'll just put all the censorship through the FBI. So the FBI censored this, knowing damn well it was true on the origins of COVID. Why would they do that? That, you get the answer to that question, and I have a feeling that one's a bombshell. Why not just tell us it came from the lab? Why? Why hide it? Why lie? Why censor? Get the answer to that question. You got it all. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 